I'm Christy Pelzell, and you're listening to Impacting Stories, an Impact Newswire podcast. Thank you for joining us on Impacting Stories, a podcast produced by Impact Newswire, a boutique full-service news distribution agency. I'm your host, Christy Pelzell in Washington, D.C., and today we're speaking with Funke Michael, the creator of an app, ShareHub, available on Google Play and described as a journey through Kenya's stock market by tech trends. And so we're going to be discussing this very cool app today, but let's start with you and who you are and, and kind of how you got here. I know you have a very long, well-achieved bio, MIT Sloan Fellow, Harvard Mason Fellow, co-founded MIT Africa Investment Forum. That's just a tiny part of your story. So in your own words, who are you? <laughs> um, I'd like to say, first of all, thank you, Christy, for um, the opportunity. Um, I like to say it's a little Lagos girl who managed to walk around the world. Um, I was born in Lagos, Nigeria, and because of the kind of society that raised me, I learned to go the extra mile. And that's how I've gotten here. I'm married to a Kenyan, raising a beautiful um, house full of children. And I think for us, it became necessary to start to put in place platforms that would help the next generation to get to where we didn't get to. And one of those platforms, one of those aspirations was to touch um, the lives of youth and help to nudge them in the right way for their futures. And investment is big on that. I start to teach my kids investment very early. We begin with um, games like spelling and number games like Scrabble, so you know how to add up. We move on to games like Monopoly, so you know the value that you bring to the ecosystem and how ownership of certain things helps to build up your wealth portfolio. So I figured that on the other side of me, I also teach. And I teach entrepreneurs how to frugally scale their businesses into the global market right out of Africa. So all of these things come together um, to form the basis of the core, the reason for sharing. Um, I must say that ShareHub is not just me. It's a very versatile team of people. Um, in the midst of stockbrokers and bankers, here we are, a group of colorful creatives. And it's made it possible um, for us to reach our audience, especially because we're in the Silicon Savannah. This is Nairobi. It's the right place to do this. That's why I'm sitting here doing it. It's the best time to do it, too. That's great. And the app has, you know, this play, learn, and investment model. And so kind of as your background as a teacher, you saw there was a need for students to learn more about investing, but you didn't just want to throw them into the actual playing with money. You give them the opportunity to practice before they use real money. Is that right? Exactly. Um, we use games to teach regular people. And, and I mean, not just um, students or highly educated people. We speak to Buddha Buddha riders in, in Kenya. Buddha Buddha is the word for um, motorcycle. 
the commercial motorcycle riders, Uber drivers, um, people who run MSNEs, we're in, incorporating the informal sector. So we're talking to people who ordinarily would not be addressed, but we realize that these are people who feed in to our retail investment. And that's just what our stock market means. Um, for us, it's not just Kenya. We have a Pan-African goal. And so what we do here, we're replicating in other markets. And um, in a few weeks, you'll be seeing news about our expansion, um, things we're doing to improve the app and also to grow into other markets. Now, here in the U.S., you know, you can have, you have often students who will graduate from high school and they will know a lot of math, calculus, you know, algebra, all these things, but they won't know how to manage money or even balance a checkbook. Is that also what you found when you started uh, creating this app? Yes, actually, um, this app started from research that was sponsored by CNR Group. And that research asked one question really, why are we not seeing enough retail investment in the market? And we found out that this basket or this demographic of between 18 and 30 are not investing. And if they don't invest, then our economy is gonna be in trouble in the future. So to attract this demographic towards investment, we honed in on gamification. We know how big games are, and we know that this particular group loves games. So we asked ourselves, how do we use games to teach investment in a way that's fun, but also communicates the seriousness of what you're doing? And how do we teach it to you in an environment that's, that allows you to fail forward, so to say? Your demographic, is it mostly male? I know you're, you know, you're a woman in fintech and you <laughs> often associate, you know, finance and investment with men. So how, how are you feeling about being a, a woman in fintech and a developer and a creator, but then also the women that are using this app? What are you, what are you finding there? Well, finding that it's still predominantly male, um, mm-hmm. audience, especially on um, social media, we compare with the app and the responses we get on our channels. But we're finding that more and more, especially with ShareHub, we're able to attract the women. We're able to simplify investment to a point where it's, um, it's fun. Now, there are not enough women in FinTech. I'd like to see um, a lot more of us doing this. I know that out there, there's many more women. There's there's more of us with dreams and things we want to build and things we want to invest in. So I feel that with someone like me, people get to see that an ordinary girl can do this. And if I can do it, they can do it too. Um, One of the things we've learned with ShareHub is that people want to know where they're putting their money. They want to see our offices. They want to come in and get one-on-one training. It's not just enough that you can access it on your phone. So once a month um, here within the complex, we open up our doors and we let people come in. And we basically teach them. We answer their questions. We, we talk about market traders. We give them tips and hacks and how to do it, when to invest, what to invest in. Just basically, we become a community where they can ask questions safely. 
that's a huge value added. The fact that they can actually reach out to you, you're a real person, you're not someone behind a, a hidden smoke screen, you're, you're a real person teaching this. That's really an, a big added value. So when you think about the Pan-African stock market today, what are you forecasting for the future of this app? You know, why is it best positioned to um, enter this Pan-African market today with for youth? Right. I'll, I'll answer that um, question with two stories. And the first one is about women. Um, here in Kenya, we have something called chama. A chama in, in Nigeria would be called a susu or a job group. This is a group of usually women, it could be men as well, who come together and put money into a basket and then pair invest. Now this is so popular within African communities that two years ago, I was speaking with a colleague in South Africa. She said to me that over there, it's a $2 billion market. Exactly, that, that's the look that I had too. So we see that we have treasure that's not yet tapped. Now, my second story is from Narok in Kenya. The Maasai community in Narok is very much uh, modern. However, they still live with the same cultural structures that they've had since the beginning of time. Now, in that culture, the women do not own the cow or the asset or the homestead. However, they own the milk. Hmm. If culture allows you only to own the milk, what can you do with milk? Now, sitting with women in Nara, I've seen them start a yogurt factory by just getting the women to contribute quantities of milk. And that becomes your entry point into this cooperative or this chama. And when the yogurt is manufactured and it is sold, your profits return to all the women who contribute. Now, because that is familiar with our people, it became easy to translate that into the needs for the market. If we consciously and deliberately train chama managers and the people who put their money in chamas, then we can organically engineer it so that this investment is leading to the stock market. And in so doing, we can begin to better grow our local economies. If we can do this with one market, we can do it with several. And in that way, Africa can begin to see the kind of growth that comes from within our population. I, I always say that one of the biggest resources that we have is our people. The more of them that we get investing in the local market, the better it will be for us. So where can someone download this app today? Is it only available at Google Play? Yes, for now, because when we started, we said to ourselves that we were not addressing the elite. We wanted to look at the everyday demographic. And so we began with Android platforms, mm -hmm. um, the people who have smartphones, usually smartphones at entry levels. Most of the people that um, we have been speaking to started that way. Now, as we piloted and got into the market, we then realized that there are 
demographics, um, small groups within those groups where we found that there were no androids. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. We have um, a set of hostels in Nairobi. They're called the Kwetu Hostels. And it's the aspirational place for most undergrads to live. And when we got an intern and she was trying to onboard people from the Kwetu Hostel, she found not one android in the building. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Now, we did not expect that um, a student demographic would be so um, iPhone-specific in their needs, but it opened our eyes to so many other things. And because of that, we went back to the drawing board and developed a hybrid, which is about to be um, unveiled. They also have helped us to fine-tune our games in certain ways. Um, some things came easy to us um, because, well, were quants as well as creatives. Um, then we found out that it's, it's not so simple when you give it to people on the outside. So we've had to simplify those as well. So I'd like to say that um, ShareHub is a joint effort. It's not just us as a team or as a company, it's also the people. We're building this together. That's great. Right. As you learn more about your, your users and your customers, you can pivot and make these uh, essential changes to make it uh, more friendly. Exactly. Now, one more thing that has come out of our um, a pilot stage is that we realize that we're particularly suited to academia. Now, we're just about to sign certain MOUs with some universities. And one, the one that I'm very proud of is KCA University, which started out as the Kenyan College of Accounting and grew into a full-scale university. And um, we're sitting together to do curriculum alignments and to make ShareHub a part of the practicum. So it means that as an undergrad and as a postgrad student, you get to practicalize what you learn in theory on ShareHub. Well, is there anything else that you wanna add um, about that we didn't talk about today? Well, well there's always the universal message that if we put our heads to it, we put our hands together, nothing will be impossible to us. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time today. Harry Busana Christie. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Impacting Stories, an Impact Newswire podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our next episode will feature industry leaders and stakeholders with expertise in innovation across Africa. Impact Newswire is a boutique strategic communication firm focused on African affairs. Visit us at impactnews-wire.com or on social at Impact Newswire.